Job chapter 35 verse 1 Elihu is continuing to speak, and Elihu answereth and saith, 2. This hast thou reckoned for judgment. Thou hast said, My righteousness is more than God's. Job never actually said that he was more righteous than God. He only said that when you live righteously, you'll still get persecuted, which is true. His life is living testimony of that. But he never blamed God or said that he was better than God. He said that he was being persecuted even though he was righteous, and he wanted God to answer him, and he wanted to plead his case in court before the Lord. That's all he said. So Elihu is falsely accusing him. Elihu's speech is a little bit different than his friends because he takes it a little further and is focusing on Job supposedly denying his sin and saying that he's more righteous than God. The other ones didn't focus on that. They just kept saying that Job was a sinner because God was disciplining him. But all of them have told Job to repent. 3. For thou sayest, What doth it profit thee? What do I profit from my sin? And that's also a twist of reality, because Job was saying, in a sense, you're never safe even if you're righteous. And now Elihu is twisting his words to make it sound like, I didn't profit from sin, which Job never said. 4. I return thee words and thy friends with thee. 5. Behold attentively the heavens, and see, and behold the clouds, they have been higher than thou. Elihu says that even the sky and the clouds are higher than Job. 6. If thou hast sinned, what dost thou against him? And thy transgressions have been multiplied, what dost thou to him? Elihu says you cannot fight God if you're a sinner, and that much is true. 7. If thou hast been righteous, what dost thou give to him, or what from thy hand doth he receive? He says, even if you are righteous, what could you possibly give to God? And the answer is nothing, which is true. See how there's always truth mixed with lies when Satan is speaking through people. You have to discern between the truth and the lies. These last two verses are true. We can't defend ourselves against God if we've sinned, and yet we can't offer God anything even if we haven't sinned. Because God created us in everything, there's nothing we can give him. 8. For a man like thyself is thy wickedness, and for a son of a man thy righteousness. This is Elihu's way of saying that Job is self-righteous, that he's falsely declared himself to be blameless. Now Job isn't self-righteous. He said that he has sinned, but he is blameless because he practices obedience and repentance. 9. Because of the multitude of oppressions, they cause to cry out. They cry because of the arm of the mighty. Elihu says, because of your sins, you are now crying because God is punishing you. 10. And none said, where is God my maker, giving songs in the night? He says, when sinners get punished, they never worship God. But you know, there is a contradiction right there because Job has worshipped God in his speech. He has elevated the Lord. So that should be a clue to Elihu that Job isn't wicked. 11. Teaching us more than the beasts of the earth, yea, than the fowl of the heavens, he maketh us wiser. God has given us more knowledge and understanding than the wild animals. 12. 
There they cry, and he doth not answer, because of the pride of evildoers. Elihu is implying that we have knowledge that should prevent us from sin, and that much is true. That's why he doesn't answer us when we sin. But you know, we can't put God in a box. Sometimes sinners cry out the name of Jesus when they're about ready to fall over a cliff, and he comes and saves them, even though they've been practicing sin. And other times, righteous people who are practicing obedience and repentance cry out to God in their grief, and they don't hear any answer at all, just crickets. And it's because God is testing them. Elihu and the other three older men have said, The God that we worship is a God who always rewards us when we're good and always punishes us when we're bad. End of story. That's a God in a box, not the real one. Their minds are so small that all they can comprehend is getting rewarded for good and punished for evil. But life is way more complicated than that, and the God who created us is way more complicated than that, and so is his plan. 13. Surely vanity God doth not hear, and the mighty doth not behold it. Elihu says that God will not hear evil people, but we know he sometimes does. Evil people get healed. Even in the Old Testament, Naaman was promised healing from his skin disease when he still wasn't a child of God, and he didn't understand how God works, and he was full of pride. He was really furious when the prophet told him to go dip in the Jordan because of his pride, and yet God had already promised to heal him. 14. Yea, though thou sayest thou dost not behold him, judgment is before him, and stay for him. Elhu says, you claim that God won't answer your prayer, but he's judging you now, and that's your answer. Elihu says, God is less likely to listen to you when you're complaining that he doesn't listen. 15. And now, because there is not, he hath appointed his anger, and he hath not known in great extremity. And you also claimed that God doesn't punish the wicked. God does punish the wicked, but only to the extent that they'll learn from it. But if they aren't going to learn from it, sometimes he'll use their wicked ways to work out his good in other people's lives, or in the great white throne of judgment, he'll use it as an example of what happens to the wicked, because they will go to hell. Sometimes God allows people to multiply sin upon sin, but it's for his ultimate glory in the end, and to save more lives. Some of us who've been abused or persecuted by others, it actually played a role in our own salvation, and That's sometimes another reason why God allows us to continue suffering. He sees the end. He sees us in heaven, and we don't see the whole pathway of how we will come to Christ. So we don't understand why we're suffering a lot of times. Job did mention that a lot of times the wicked don't get punished, but it isn't all the time. And Elihu is saying that you said that the wicked never get punished. 16. So Job opens his mouth with empty talk. Without knowledge he multiplies words. And again, Elihu, just like the other three older men, Bildad, Zophar, and Eliphaz, he is accusing Job of blowing wind and saying things that aren't true. Elihu is going to keep talking in the next chapter. He isn't done. But overall, his speech isn't a whole lot different from the other three false accusers. 
The main reason he spoke is because the other three got tired of arguing with Job, and that's why Elihu stepped in and took up the argument again. When Elihu is done speaking, then God will speak. But in the next chapter, Elihu is going to continue putting his foot in his mouth. And that concludes Job chapter 35.